Citizens of heaven hunger for God. That's what all the New Testament epistles are about. They're a manifesto of what citizens of heaven look like. That's what Paul wrote all those epistles about. Hungering for God is at the core of all true believers. And all of a sudden, the guide we follow, just like the Romans followed the the laws of Rome, these are the laws of God. This is the law written on our heart. If we're truly saved, this, the Bible is not separate from us. There's some people, they talk about the Bible like it's out here. That's an indication of not being saved. The Bible is written on our hearts. We have a new heart, and the law of God is written on it. We reflect the new heart that we've been given, and we grow and we understand more, but we align with God from the inward person. True salvation implants a longing for God deep within us. And so basically, if we are saved, we have had an operating system transformation. It's just like going from a a PC to a Mac. There's a great difference. People like PCs are lovers of PCs. People like Macs know it, and they talk about it, and they have little apples on their windows. You know, they're just into it. And, And to go from one to the other is a transformation, unless you get crossover one of those, you know, programs, but it really doesn't work very well. But it's a new operating system at the core. God says, when you get saved, when I got saved, my operating system or the way I look on the world. See, the evidence of salvation is how you look on the world today. Are you living? Do you know what? And it's okay to say it. I I won't scream and yell and, and, and... but I hear people saying things that I don't think they realize what they're saying. They'll excitedly say, we are going to build our dream house. And we've saved forever to buy the land. And now we've, 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 we've Pinterested all of the bathroom fixtures and all the stuff. And we're starting on our dream house. Did you know I have a dream house being built? It's just not here. It's has foundations that are eternal. And this world cannot hold our dream house. It's not of this world. Yet Christians live like the pagans. Let them have their dream house. That's all they have. There's nothing wrong with that. They're world-based. They're earth dwellers. We're citizens of heaven. See, a different worldview. We look on life completely differently. Our security, our satisfaction, our joy comes from something different than theirs. That's why we're not supposed to act like them because they, they, they say, you're, you're a Christian, but you're just like me. You're living for, for, you're just trying to pile up and guard and have and experience and enjoy everything possible and not living Christ-like. Jesus came to serve, not to be served. Our culture says get as many people serving you as possible. Get as much money so you can just have everything to the very end being served. We're supposed to be serving others to be Christ-like. God is the center of our worldview. We measure everything by how it relates to God, not to me, not to my future, not to my security, not to my comfort, not to my convenience, to God. How does it fit to God? Does that please him or not? See, we are either pleasing God or not. That's God-centered. God's glory is the focus of our life. Whether therefore we eat or drink or whatever we do, how we go to school, how we work, how we relate to people. Does it glorify God? When it doesn't, we agree with God that it didn't glorify him. We ask him to cleanse us. See, a Christian is characterized by constantly seeking to be cleansed from anything 
that displeases God. If you meet someone that never is consciously aware of displeasing God, they're probably not saved because the Spirit of God gets grieved and quenched within us instantly. And we say, oh, don't take your, your joy from me. I want to glory focus my life on you. And your word is what feeds me. And again, the Bible is the evidence of health. Where in the last seven days has the word of God fit? You can tell whether you're spiritually alive or sick or dead. If the word of God has no place in your life unless it's forced upon you, you know, you kind of see it on the wall or you hear it somewhere, that's a good sign you're spiritually dead. If the word of God is something you know is out there and it's important but you don't get to it, you're sick. If you hunger, you're healthy. See, that's the simplicity of the Christian life.